Why don't you put on a show and charge admission? What kind of show? I would say something with music and comedy. And murder. Now you're talking. Come on, old chap. We got us a show to do. Alright, ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the Booch and Pat Show. Welcome, Booch. How are you? I'm fantastic. How are you? How are you? What's just, going on? Just another day in paradise. Welcome to the Booch and Pat Show. It is Sunday afternoon. It is the 21st of June. It is also Father's Day, which you can see right there at the window. That is so weird to try and do that reversed. Uh, but also... It's a numerous amount of things today. It's Father's Day, and for some of people out there, it's not, not a Father's Day. Not a Father's Day. Uh, we appreciate that holiday just as much as the fathers do. I know, and this is this is my last year getting to enjoy not a Father's Day. Congratulations. I know. I think this is the first time you actually <laughs> mentioned it on the show. <laughs> I, I, I hinted at it once, and uh, I was afraid. Well, you but, said, I mean, you said your pullout game wasn't so good, so, but... <laughs> Yes. I mean, for the most part, all our listeners know that. Yes, yes, that's daddy, true. Daddy soon. I I will be a dad in a let's see, it's June, June, in four months. So there's that. Oh, cheers to you, buddy. Cheers, cheers. Um, some of the other things that you might not know. It is Father's Day. Uh, it is also not a Father's Day, which we enjoy. Which, uh, if you would like to read off your favorite quote of today's holiday, by all means, do that at any uh, I point. I was not prepared for that. I understand. That's what I'm also going to say. This is also a holiday for your sister, because today is viewed as National Selfie Day. Oh, well, you know, you the know, queen I mean, of selfies. The queen of selfies. She loves, uh, she loves her selfies, and that's today. Well, my one of my favorite quotes from the Barney Stinson from How I Met Your Mother. For everything you do for yourself, for the scotch upon your shelf, your Porsche Carrera rules the freeway, here's wishing you an all-night th- uh, three-way. Happy not a Father's Day. Congrats. And that's, uh, that's how I live my life. Uh, and then there's two more things that I today... I find that three-way. Yeah. And the Porsche. <laughs> but we do have scotch upon the shelf. We do. I'm not a scotch guy. I'll drink it if I'm a hammer. It's no, there. I'm not a scotch guy. Um, but it's also... Technically, the first day of summer was, I guess, oh, yeah. yesterday, yeah, today. Twentieth, yeah. So it's that time. Happy summer. And then here's I can feel my allergies kicking in. And then here's the weirdest one that I saw as far as like what today's national day is. Today is World Naked Hiking Day. Well, duh, I do it every every year. <laughs> okay. I didn't even know. I I came up with the holiday. <laughs> That's how I get my three ways. <laughs> With the squirrels? Yeah, yeah. Well, you yeah. gotta do what you gotta do. Yeah. I was at a safari this week. <laughs> this week. <laughs> yeah, more on that later. Um, so, jumping right off, let's uh, get into our normal spiel. Uh, give us a call. Our number is 724 815 That's the one thing I didn't test today was our hotlines. Make sure that Skype was up and running, but eh, we'll, we'll, we'll hope for the best. Um, also, you can follow us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and maybe iTunes. Very I checked su- iTunes last night. wasn't I quite have, up yet. I have not gotten the official email, but okay. I, last week I was reaching out to people to try and help me, and none of you, not a single person out there helped me. None of you. But that's okay. That's okay. Um, but I, I was following this um, 
following this page and and the way this guy was setting things up, it it did help. And I finally got to a point where I was like, ooh, I think this might have done it. I think I did it. So if I didn't, I submitted something to iTunes. <laughs> I have no idea. We'll see I, if you got it. I mean, I hope so. I mean, we have the old when we were on before. We have all those episodes on. Yeah, I also there's uh, like four or five episodes, and one was only like I had to like del- a minute long or whatever. I had to delete a lot of them. Okay, a while ago. Why is that? Uh, why did I have to delete a lot of that? Uh, I think it had to do with storage and stuff. I think storage when storage or because we ripped off people's music or no 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 no, <laughs> no okay no. no no I think it had to do like when we were uh, no longer with affiliated with Blog Talk Radio. And, like, we canceled our subscription right, and stuff. Right. Uh, they started, like, deleting. Like, you know, you could only save so many, and they would just hold on to it. Well, now we're done with Blog Talk Radio. Now we're with Mark Zuckerberg with uh, Facebook. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. I like our chances with Mark Zuckerberg better than Blog Talk Radio. Blog Talk Radio sucked. <laughs> I mean, to begin. I mean, we had to spend it – was, it was like $50 a month. They don't really give you much promotions or anything. Nobody could listen because nobody knew what the hell Blog Talk Radio is. At least this gives us a platform to true where people see, hop in and. But see, one of the things that I liked about Blog Talk Radio was it actually like it gave us like a. Here's my Arnie Palmer. It gave us like an actual studio to work with where we could upload stuff, which at the beginning worked out well for us. Uh, just trying to get the ins and outs, but I think this is a lot better because you know I mean hey you guys get to see our beautiful faces every week. Um, we have a nice little display out here. Where you can see the ticker tape across the bottom. We can advertise for people. There's just a whole lot of stuff. And then plus, if you're just listening to us, you know, you don't need any of that stuff. And I, I like I, our camera angles a little bit better this week, especially on my side. I think you can see things a little bit better now. Yeah. So, uh, it's all good. It's, it's all... A, it's a work in progress. Work in progress. we got to get some more sports shit on your side. I know. Well... We have we, it, just it's just awkwardly. Yeah, but, Maybe we gotta move the table. But again, work in progress. Again, see the other problem is for for that for the Jason Kelsey to be in. Yeah. That mean we'd have to hang it like right here. Let's just redo the whole room. <laughs> Let's just start getting a. You mean the studio? The studio. It is the studio. Yeah. I did go to the Facebook uh, friends to find out where I can frame some of my jerseys at. So I'm gonna head up the Glenside place. That a bunch of people told me to. Okay. Yeah, I got like a Simmons jersey. I got a couple, you know, Drake's jerseys. You know? Ah, the good old Jagatown Drake's. <laughs> yeah. Quick little plug for them. Good for that. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, so uh, diving into things, leave us, uh, give us a call, leave us a comment in the Facebook feed. Uh, Booch is eagerly awaiting all the comments, questions, topics that you want to bring up. Uh. I do know that I was. Uh, uh listener Nick said uh, we need to get a picture of him above Pat. Do you want me to crouch down? Yeah. No, a picture of him. <laughs> yeah, I know. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. You can't go above me because, like, I'm right there. I mean, you could probably, like, rent some retail space on my head. We'll a picture of him over the TV. Uh, the TV's not really in the angle. We'll, we'll work it out. We'll get you in there. Yeah. Um, so a couple of things that have tra- uh, transpired since we've last been on. Uh, and, and just as a heads up for everybody, I'm pretty sure that today is going to be one – one of, if not the longest show we've done Today's so far. Are, there's a lot going on. For for no sports in the world, there's a lot going on in sports in the world. Yeah. <coughs> Excuse I me. I mean, we got a lot. Of, we got a lot to dive into. Then my athletes in handcuffs is going to be a little bit longer than uh, Jose Canseco last week because this guy was a true asshole. Yes. I got going on this week. So a couple of things that uh we'll get into. We'll get involved here. Uh. It was announced this week that fi- – well, late, late late last week, early this week that uh, finally 
we're going to be moving into the green phase so we can finally, you know, get outdoors and stretch and like do things. Even though people have already been doing that, now it'll be legal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, we got the green light that uh, the VFW will be open up on Friday for regular hours. So that was exciting to hear after, what, 106 days or something ridiculous. Holy shit, you counted the days? Uh, somebody, on, somebody on the face page keeps on saying, oh, it's a day 102 of quarantine days. So yeah. once in a while I pay attention to shit. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So it's, it's like give or take 106. But I'm, I'm, I'm interested in seeing, because you, you did bring up some questions, being that you are a bartender there on Fridays. Or every other Friday, don't want to piss off listener Tim. Uh, I'm interested in seeing how that pans out, not just with the VFW, but with all bars. Uh, you know, because it's like 50% occupancy. Yeah. So you'll have 50% allowed in, depending on what your max capacity well, is. People brought up good points about the VFW because it really does hold 150 people downstairs because they have it set up for parties. Right. We're never going to get over 75 regular people, and we're not going to be doing parties for quite a while. Right, and and but see so that, that doesn't really affect that place too much. But but the one th- and without naming names because I don't want to f- like throw people's business out there. Right. But as far as the VFW is concerned, I mean it's your general crowd, like your regulars. They tend to be of the older variety. True. Uh, you and I bring the uh, the average age down to probably like and, sixty. And we're yeah we're we're not really helping that average age anymore. I know. <laughs> but. Uh, but my my question is I'm I'm curious to see how they do that as far as like spacing out the 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 stools yeah, the chairs yeah you can't be sitting over each other like you used to be able to stick in a stool and yeah. people are sitting on each other's well, see, laps and see much. that that's what I said to my dad because he's like oh well we could always like you know you know if if these two people are sitting together you just take out the next stool or whatever I'm like that's all well and good but I know how you people are like you guys get goofy it's like oh yeah just pull up a stool come sit with me and then there's always that one guy no nah, no nah, I'm not sitting down I want to sit over here with these people I I want to watch the Stooges I, I want to do this I would just take out half half the Half the bar stools and just hide them. Put them in the back, leave them there, and just bring up like extra two tables off uh, up uh, up front to the bar area, and they're spaced out enough where people can just uh just chill at the tables and stuff. You'll just have less people at the bar. Yeah, and then and then again, I that... can I can go around the table and waitress. <laughs> you might get more tips. Yeah, if you it, shake it, that group thing. I I can't wait for it. Like I can't wait for to go back and bartend for a couple of weeks because it's gonna be busy because people have been. Itching to get back out to the bar, so yes, and, and people have been saving money, so this first couple of weeks is gonna be bank working see, at the bar. But see, that's the other thing that I'm kind of curious about because you said that the hours are back to normal. Back so, to normal. so that is so assuming that means Friday, Saturday, late night yeah, is in, in back play. Close at three o'clock. That's gonna be wild to see how that turns out. Granted, I won't be I, there, but I, unfortunately, I have to be there, and when I'm not working, I'll probably be there drinking. So yeah, it's a and I'm curious to Catch see how with me. I'm curious to see how the other bars and restaurants in the area fare. Namely, uh, you know, over here, this one, the Ways Restaurant and Brewery. They've been open to an outside seating. Yeah, I was there Friday uh, night. You're there Friday night again. Uh, no, now they're going to open up the inside. Like you said, going there, you had to wear a mask if you were going in it's to in use the, the restroom yeah. or something. So I don't know, like. How that's going to work when it's mask, open. When, when it's green, because they still want you to wear masks to go in the stores, but they want you to wear a mask to go into the bars or to talk to the bartender and order a drink. Where they're not going to be bar seats at all. <laughs> like, there's just... <laughs> I just... What if... 
What if, but like, j- like you know how you go into like the Wawa or any gr- or like CVS or whatever, they all have that plexiglass up. What if they do that to all the bars, yeah. but like just the bottom section? What you want? What? You want a number four? <laughs> <laughs> you it's want like, a number four? You want a shot of Jack and a freaking Miller Lite? It's like, a, like the, whatever your tallest glass is. That's how like that's where the uh, that's where the plexiglass would end. Yeah. Just slide. There you go. Slide, slide the beer there. <laughs> Enough for 16 ounces. Just slide the beer. You slide the money. There you go. I'm just encased in, like, I look like I'm in a hockey arena Yeah. the penalty box right there. <laughs> so it'll be interesting to see, but it'll be nice to finally get back out there. Uh, the one thing I did see uh, that was, I guess it was somebody's meme or something, taking a shot at us. They really did. Like, the state of Pennsylvania took a shot at oh, this Oh, I thought area. somebody was taking a shot at the Boot and Patch Show. I'm like, oh, oh I'll we're bur- creating enemies already? Yeah. <laughs> All right, let's go. <laughs> no, I'll no, go, no. I'll go right back, because I got kicked off a lot of people's Twitters the last time we were on air. <laughs> Ruben Frank still does not like me very much. <laughs> we should get him on. Yeah, he loves me. <laughs> well, he probably doesn't remember me anymore. Eh, whatever. I used to be a big deal. <laughs> yeah, but uh, I saw this meme. It was... Uh, it was te- it was it was basically like Pennsylvania attacking Philadelphia area like this this area like they they announced everybody was going green and all this stuff and then it specifically said like it's like okay awesome Pennsylvania is finally going back to the green zone like we can get back to you know almost business as usual so pay attention Delco Philly Chester Monco oh, yeah wear your mask social distance. Don't fuck this up for the rest I, of the I state. I did see. I did see that. Hey, it's like, come on. The people that are really fucking it up is just Florida for everybody. That's who's really messing it up. And we and we will get into that in a little yeah, bit. Yeah. Like I don't want to. I don't want to jump right into that right off the bat. Uh, <clears throat> excuse me. Take a sip of your beer. I know. Yeah. Clog the tubes. Uh, so with uh things starting to get back to normal, opening up in the green phase and all that. Uh, and and there not being a lot of sports on. The one thing that they did say is happening. We had Premier Soccer League going yesterday. That's all. Let's go on. I don't. There's a lot of soccer. There's a lot of sports now coming back. I don't. What's soccer? <laughs> I watched some of it. I'm not gonna lie. That's how much I wanted sports on. <laughs> uh, but the annual Nathan's Hot Dog Eating Contest that happens on the Fourth of July every year. Yep. They said. Without a doubt, they are doing – it's not being canceled. It's not being postponed. It is on on point. They're going to wear masks, and they're going to put a slit around it just to stick the hot dog in? Well, a couple of the things that I heard about it is uh, they're toying around with some ideas. I think normally they invite uh, 15 men, 15 women. Okay. And I believe that's getting cut down to either 5 and 5 or 10 and 10, like whatever. It's going to be less people than before. Uh, no fans are allowed to go watch it, so you can only watch it televised. That's fine. Which, and I, and I think, in a sense, for for any any type of sporting event at this point, if there's no fans in attendance, it's not the end of the world. As long as it's televised and people can watch it, I think everybody's going to be fine with that and get over it. Yeah. Um, the other thing I saw that they were thinking about, which I think is kind of weird, is to space out their eaters, obviously, but then they're going to put plexiglass between them. Okay, all right. I mean, I get the idea behind that, but it's kind of, to me, it's kind of a little silly and weird because, like you said, it's like, why don't you just wear a mask and put a slit in it and just, just slide hot slide dogs through the, it, yeah. Slide the dogs through uh, that uh, hole. Uh, uh, <laughs> yeah. Stuff like that. Now, now you got the visuals of what we really do when we're talking. <laughs> I forgot about cameras. Yeah, here we go. Uh, Sorry, children that listen to this. <laughs> yeah, this this show is rated TV 
M.A. It better be, because the nudity is <laughs> coming out soon. Woo! <laughs> hey, for Arnie Palmer, I'm ready to strip. <laughs> I, I, I don't. I don't like that. <laughs> well, it is the naked trail or whatever, the naked hiking day or whatever. It is naked hiking day. Um, so then there's that. Because um, I and one of the things I wanted to do with the today's show is uh, jump off with all of like the random things because there is stuff to discuss about the Eagles, the Phillies, NFL, basket, baseball, basketball, and stuff like that. Um, so one of the, uh, yesterday was the uh, Belmont Stakes. I believe that was the 152nd uh, race. I, I don't really pay attention to details. I'm a terrible person like that. I, I good thing you're a sports show host. That's really good yeah, for you. That's what you get paid for. That's what I get paid for. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You get top billing. I do the research. I watched it. You're like, oh yeah, it started at like eight o'clock at night. <laughs> I was to, well. To be fair, to be fair. I I heard that it was at like six ten six fifteen. I think it used to be like six ten, but now there's no like fanfare and stuff, so they're just like, yeah, let's go run those horses. Uh, true. And I true. told you when you were in here, I'm like, hey, it's going to be starting soon. You're like, nah, nah, not until six ten. I missed. You're lucky Danielle knocked on the window because I was going to just say fuck him. Oh, that was Danielle knocking. <laughs> yeah. I thought that was your sister. No, I was just. A, oh, Mister Know It All thinks it starts at six ten. He can watch the replay later then. <laughs> Didn't want to try to get me when Roy Holiday was throwing a perfect game. Here you go. <laughs> <laughs> Karma's a bitch. <laughs> oh, we're going back to that again this week? You're a bitch. Get out. Karma is now the bitch. <laughs> Everybody's a bitch. Um, but yeah, yesterday had the Belmont Stakes, which was the first time... Because uh, like, like you said, sport like sports are slowly getting back together. You have NASCAR back. Uh, you have golf back. You were talking about uh, Premier Soccer. Uh, the Belmont... Which we discussed, I believe, I'm going to say probably our second show, third show in that we came back was on quarantine uh, when they started postponing, canceling, and moving things around. Right. And I believe you and I were talking about how we thought they were jumping the gun. Are we frozen on your screen? Uh, do we have a weird... Uh, we're just sort of like staying in place. <laughs> uh, yeah. There's like a... That's Facebook for you. It's <laughs> No, it's just funny because all I see is your face is like... <laughs> like uh, it well, looks like he farted. <laughs> well, again, if we're having issues with Facebook, that's not on us. We will continue the broadcast because, again, it'll be available on our website, boochandpacho.com, and pretty soon it'll be, fingers crossed, on uh, iTunes. I did just just watch it. Like I had to. This is what I'm looking at right now. <laughs> nice. Yeah. Nice. I mean, I can see it on my screen. Oh, do you have the same? I don't know what you have. Well, I got I got delayed stuff and everything like that. I don't know why. I don't know. I maybe it's just the feed itself for the video. Gotcha. It was just a... like on the on the studio itself. I can see you moving. I can see me moving. We can oh, there we go. Uh, but uh, with the Belmont Stakes being, uh, we were talking about uh how. We thought they were premature and jumped a gun about delaying and postponing the Kentucky Derby, the Preakness. So they moved all of that to the fall. What they should have but, done is done the Preakness two weeks ago and then did done should have done the Kentucky Derby two weeks from now. I th- in my opinion, I mean I like that idea, but I also like it's basically the same thing. If you're going to move everything, just move like today, like yesterday should have been the Kentucky Derby. That's okay because they, they then, already have Belmont. They already have it set out as that's always the date for it. 
or that area. So. Well, yeah. Well, no, I know it was always like that's the area, but I mean, they even moved the Belmont. You they, said like we were talking like they, they moved it by like two weeks or something. That's true. I but mean, they moved everything else by months. So like they could have moved it then. Yeah. That's, that's what I'm saying because yeah. normally it's Kentucky Preakness they Belmont. Did, they could have just done the Kentucky yesterday. Right. Then. So now the weird part is you're watching the Belmont yesterday, which is the longest of the races that they I believe they shortened by a little bit. Right. And that's supposed to be the last race of the Triple Crown. So now it's like, okay, well, you're jump-starting the whole Triple Crown with the Belmont, and you had horses scratch or whatever, but, like, the Kentucky Derby isn't for another two months instead of, like, every two weeks. So everything just kind of gets a little wonky with that. So I think they really jumped the gun on that, but I digress. That's uh, It is what it is. They made the rules. They changed things how they want. So stay tuned. As it stands right now, uh, the horse that won is... Uh, tis, tis the, the law. Tis the law. Tis the law. My horse came in second place. Doctor yeah. Post. Doctor Post. Yeah, that's what I wanted. Cause I don't know, sound pretty cool. Sound pretty gangster. Doctor Post. Yeah, like, sounds gangster. Like Doctor Dre, Doctor Post up in here. I'm gonna post you up, motherfucker. <laughs> I don't know. It just sounds pretty cool. I liked it. <laughs> this is one of those times I wish we had a little bit of Doctor Dre <laughs> under music, like you know, whatever. I don't know. I ain't gonna try and rap. <clears throat> Like, oh, I'm drinking some Dr. Pepper, watching Dr. Post, listening to Dr. Dre. And you're friends with Dr. Pimple Popper? I'm um, friends with Dr. J. <laughs> yeah, okay, we are moving on with that one. <laughs> Goodbye for that. Uh, so, another random sports talk type issue, uh, sports entertainment, really. Uh, finally, it has now come full circle. WWE has pissed off Fox Sports. Uh, they've been it took with, longer than I thought. It's been what a year and a month. I didn't even think they were there that long yet. Wasn't it last uh, like after last WrestleMania or something? Maybe. Either way, they, I didn't know. I thought it was in the fall, but was, maybe it was uh, the fall. I forget. I'm old. My memory went. Uh, so yeah, they uh, they finally pissed off Fox Sports. So I'm curious to see because well, the, did they pissed off Fox Sports. Why? Because of Paul Heyman or no, no, no. Like the key word there is piss them off. Okay. The incident that pissed them off yeah, was the continue. was the incident with Jeff Hardy and Sheamus when Jeff Hardy had to take a drug test on air and threw his piss at Sheamus on TV. According to Fox Sports, that does not fit their style. I didn't even know that happened. It's, it's one of their gimmicks. So like you know how like because when we were growing up like you know how uh, WWE likes to push the envelope and like take actual stories that might be part of people's lives. We've known Jeff Hardy's, Jeff Hardy's had a, had huge had... huge alcoholic and drug addiction he's and all like, that stuff. He likes the party. So party. now now he's finally gotten sober um, X amount of times in rehab etc. So now they're picking apart like stuff from that he actually had to deal with in life and making that part of his storyline. So I believe like a week or two ago, there was a um, an attempted, like I mean obviously it was staged, but it was like an attempted uh, DUI hit and run type thing. Okay. He was right. behind the wheel all fucked up and almost hit Sheamus or something like that. Right, and, right. And they got a big match coming up, I guess. So the, the whole I thing think that like, was last week, yeah. Or whatever it was. Their whole thing is like instead of like the contract signing, it's like I need him to take a drug test because I'm not getting the ring with the Sounds drug addict. Corny. That's so WWE hokey like. Yeah. So he ended up doing the drug test in the ring, and then with his bottle, his jar of piss, he threw it in uh, Sheamus' face. They moved the FS1 in October and the to Fox in October. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, that that's apparently that's where. Fox draws the line on 
we don't like this type of material for our... But they've played, like, the weirdest stuff on Fox over the years. They play Family Guy. (laughs) True. And that brings up a good question as to why Family Guy is acceptable. Like, I mean, great, because it's a cartoon, so it's not real. Or, like, but wrestling, but wrestling is, <laughs> you know what I mean? A, that's a, the only, that's a the, cartoon. <laughs> the only thing that I could assume as to why they have, like, an uproar is, A, because it's on Friday night primetime when most families are at home and whatever, and Family Guy's, like, later in primetime on Sunday nights okay. when most kids are supposed to be in bed or whatever. Uh, I the, would think Sunday night would be a little bit more... Watch what you're putting on TV, and then Friday night because people are busy on Friday nights usually. Okay, I, again, these are my this is my guess, my speculation uh, that uh, because they they paid a massive contract yeah, to get WWE they, there, they give a lot of money. I mean, massive amounts of money. I don't know what kind of what went in their contract with what they could put on TV. Yeah, I mean, like well, because because you also have to remember it's like that old Nickelodeon show. Don't do that on television or whatever. Oh, you can't say that on TV. Yeah, there yeah. you go. Uh, but that, but it also goes back to the fact that like you know they could get away with a lot of stuff on USA Network because that was just a cable network. This is this is national. This is like everybody has this, even if you don't have cable. Granted, do you know how many times USA has like threatened to kick Raw off because of stupid stuff? Yeah, I think wasn't didn't didn't they make national? I mean, this was years and years ago when. Uh, Allegedly, they blew up a limousine with Vince McMahon in it. Yeah, yeah. Like, that made... That well, was that was because like, of the stockholders, because people thought he really died, so, like, people were, like, selling their stocks and shit. <laughs> so, yeah, that was, like, real shit. But, like, when DX was out, they hated everything they did about that. They it was they, ratings. They threatened to kick them off so many times. I believe it, because I, I, I was, what, 13? I was 13 years old at my first WWE event in Philly. And uh, you had DX out there, and maybe a lot of people don't remember this or don't or never knew this, but like their whole thing is they got two words for you: it's suck it. At the same time, when they were creating that, they were shouting at the women in the audience, "Show us your tits." I'll go back. And the women, like I'm 13 years old, looking around the Wells Fargo Center at the time was the FU Center, and you're just watching all these like. Gorgeous looking girl. I mean, granted, they could have been hideous, but I was 13. I'm just looking at tits. I'm 37 years old, and I go back and watch some of that old DX stuff. I still don't understand half the stuff they're referring to. <laughs> That's how sick they were. <laughs> I'm like, oh, what the heck? <laughs> yeah. So I'm curious to see where that goes uh, down the road because, again, uh, Fox is a big, big, big uh, sports advocate with, with all of the things that they got. Um Namely football, but I mean it's, and baseball, it's, and baseball like everything. Baseball. So you you incorporate uh, WWE and then you go and piss them off. I'm sure there's going to be some uh, backlash on that one. Uh, let's see. Do I have any other oddball things before we jump into odds and ends here? Um, I mean, this isn't really an oddball. This is great for discussion for people that are tuning in. You can uh, give us a call seven two four eight one five zero six six seven. Or leave us a comment or a question on our Facebook chat. Uh, when it comes to college uh, basketball, yeah, Temple University has named Fran Dumphy their interim. Interim, yep. I know, I know it's interim, but he can't. He, they're bringing him out of retirement to be interim uh, athletic director. Yeah, they can't. They can't really do interviews right now, and they're I, familiar with Fran Dumphy, so it makes sense right there. I know, but and I, he's a good guy, upstanding citizen. So hey, this is the guy. 
he might get he might want to like the job and well, did you be able to go into a full time gig for him? Who did knows? you read uh, what he was saying when he when he got the job? <laughs> no, I did not. Like some of the, like I'm paraphrasing, but you can look it up later. And that's for everybody. Uh, it basically, he basically said, like, you know, I thought I was gonna retire. I thought like this was my life. Like, hey, here we go. And now it's like, up, oh, they brought me back. Yeah. Yep. And he's Just like, when I think I'm out, yeah. I'm back in. And yep. then he and then he starts talking about how he's like, he's like, you know, I, I'm a basketball coach. Like, I, this isn't this isn't what I do. I'm not I'm not an athletic director. I don't know this stuff. So if you guys got any pointers or tips for me, please help me out because I don't know what I'm doing. <laughs> Your first tip is get Temple a new football stadium. <laughs> Don't spend million dollars a year or whatever you're spending for the link where you can use that money to go get a new football stadium. Yeah, I don't I don't know why that like that is the way it is. Like and that's and that's another thing cuz I know uh we never got a chance to do the tour of uh the link when your mom was still around, but right. uh we will do that one day. Uh but when you do do the tour of the link, uh you pass the uh Temple locker room. Yeah, and it, yeah. I mean, it's closed up. They got signs. Unless you are uh, a Temple employee, like not even the Eagles staff can go in no, there. No, I know because like, they spend nobody. so much money for it's that. It's like, and you go through the tour and you're walking down the tunnel. And it's like, okay, this is where Temple's locker room is. We can't go in there. It's like, okay. It's yeah. like so weird that it's just like out of nowhere. Here it is. It's like that's such a waste of money. Get your own stadium yeah, with that kind of money. It really is. So yeah, Fran Dumpy, that's your first thing. Go get them a new stadium. <laughs> Yeah. Okay, so let's jump into some meat and potatoes here because these chairs are starting to hurt my ass. Oh, yeah. I hate that. I need new chairs. If you guys got ideas for our uh, – Or just buy us new chairs. Just buy us new chairs. You know what I mean? Some recliners uh, where we can just <clears throat> sit back and relax and yeah, take doc- a nap. <laughs> yeah, Booch wants a nice recliner so he can be Dr. Booch with Dr. Post watching Dr. J. And so I can take a nap because I've been up since Dr. yesterday. <laughs> Yeah. I just wanted to set that up for that. Okay. Right, anyway, so uh, NFL stuff. Let's dive into some NFL work. All right. Here we go. Uh, with all of the, I don't want to say nonsense because that's not the right term. With all of the chaos that's going on in the world right now, with the the riots and the looting, which I think has pretty much subsided at this point. Uh, you have, uh, you still have the Black Lives Matter movement, uh, the tearing down of like you know historical statues. Uh, the graffiti, yeah, all of that. Uh, Roger Goodell has come out and <clears throat> and is insisting that the owners of the league strongly reconsider bringing him back in and having him play in the NFL. Now, uh, I know that Doug Peterson had something to say, but I don't remember what that was. But the lo- the latest I heard was I think it was the Chargers that said that they were interested. Or no, no, was it Chargers? I think Char- it was, I heard the Chargers. I think it was the Chargers. The Chargers name did come out this week and said that uh, he would fit their scheme perfectly. Right. So my question to you is, do they bring him? First of all, nobody, nobody's not like nobody kicked him out of football. They just don't want him because a he's not that good. I mean he's he's good. He's because everybody keeps saying he's a great backup. Nah, I think he could be a starter in this league. I, I don't. He's, he's shown he could be a starter in this league. Took a team to a Super Bowl. Okay. <laughs> And? <laughs> okay. So did McNabb. Yeah, and McNabb was a borderline Hall of Fame quarterback. Okay, so right, so Caps a, yeah, no, uh, no, no, he's not borderline Hall of Fame. That's what Kaepernick, I'm but he's a and decent how, quarterback. How, how long has he been out of the league now? Kaepernick, four years, I think. It's only been four. Yeah. I feel like it's been longer than that. But um, 
But they're not. Why would Why would the Chargers bring him in there when they just drafted a quarterback? They just got the kid from Oregon. Why would you want to bring in a quarterback that does the same things? I don't understand the conversation about Kaepernick coming back at all. I get it. Like, no, no, but the, but see, but that's the point. Like you, like everybody understands. Like okay, I get it. Like I understand what's happening in the world, and it's like okay, we need to really re readjust ourselves and think about the Kaepernick thing. Do you really want to be Kaepernick and be like, oh, the only reason people are coming back and trying to get me back into the league is because of the Black Lives Matter movement, because exactly. of what I stood for? Like, if that was me, I'd be like, no, fuck you. Like, I, I wouldn't make some money. He's gonna make some money off this now. <laughs> I, I don't know. I, I think, I think, uh, I think that's a weird premise that they're setting. He's getting a little old now, so I don't know what kind of if what skills deteriorated because. He was he, he had good legs there. He could run around. So I don't know if yeah, I, but he did. What was it last year that he did that uh that video workout or whatever? Yeah, and he looked pretty good in it. Yeah, but nobody wanted him. But then the, the, I forget people the one team. People but the, were still scared. But people were uh, picking up on the wide receivers that he had. Yeah, people were still scared about what was going on. But now because of everything, I think uh I think we will see him in somebody's camp this year. Okay. Uh, continuing with that idea of. Uh, the Black Lives Matter movement and everything along those lines. Um, you know, a lot of players that have come out and said that they will definitely be taking a knee this year to, in support and all that other stuff. Yeah. So my issue with that is, a, I, I've never been, I've never been in favor of the, taking the knee during the national anthem for the American flag. Never. And I've made jokes about it, and I stand by those jokes. Uh, but I also am not uh, downplaying the Black Lives Matter movement. I just don't think the two go together. But that's my own personal opinion, and I don't preach that on anybody. Uh, that being said, didn't the NFL do away with aver- or not advertise uh, showing the national anthem on TV? They don't show it. Yeah, they, they don't show it anymore because no. like because you had players. But whether they, you took a name, they still do it though. They still do the national anthem. I understand. No, I understand they still do the national anthem. But when you have players coming out like Adrian Peterson or um, um, whatever, uh, there's a handful of guys. Uh, when they come out and say that we're definitely taking when we're taking a knee this year, like it's like okay, that's are you announcing that to everybody so that we know that you're gonna do that because we're not gonna see it. Yeah. And it's like so the only people that are gonna see it are the people that are gonna be at the games. They might show it now. They might bring them back and show it. You think they will? <laughs> we'll see. I mean, who knows? It's a different world, man. Because I I thought because they didn't want to show it then because of because they didn't want the knees. Now they don't care about it because of yeah, everything that's po- going on. Yeah, but the whole point in not wanting the knees is because money exchanged hands on that. Like the the military, like because before the military got involved to you know pro troops and support the troops and everything like that, you never saw the national anthem and everything unless it was like the Super Bowl, right, or like the Pro Bowl or something. Like it was, you never saw that during football. And then they paid a lot of money to get like you know all of the things that you have. Uh, uh, your military and police personnel on the field holding the flag, making it a whole big spectacle, the flyovers, everything. I don't know what the contract they have with that is. I know at one point they did have an agreement with the military about... Right. Well, no, that's what I'm saying. Like, I understand that they had a contract, and then all the knees were taken. It's like, all right, we're, we're done with this. So I'm assuming, the con- I'm assuming the contract was just, we're I, done. I don't know. Yeah. That, that'd be my guess. That's why they stopped showing it. So if you bring it back, I think that's kind of weird, too. Like, I like the national anthem, but I just, I don't know. I just think everything is just, I, I feel like, remember, like, I like I want to say 10 to 15 years ago, we all had this conversation at some point in our lives where it's like, oh, man, everything is so PC anymore. You can't say this. You can't do this. You can't, whatever. It's like, finally, now we're in a world where it's like, finally, PC is like literally taking over. Yeah. Like, 
and it's not even just like the Black Lives Matter movement. It's like you know, the, the, what was it two years ago? Like the hashtag Me Too. Like everything is getting crazy. It's like I'm just afraid to like leave my house, and good thing quarantine's over. Yeah, I'm afraid to say stuff. Yeah, <laughs> got to watch what you say. Exactly. Uh, so social media. So again, since shit can bite you in the ass years later, stuff you put on social media. I see some of these athletes, they come back at them like five years later. Hey, you said this when you're like an 18-year-old kid. Come on now. <laughs> yeah, that's happened to a lot of – and that, that happened with the, the, the key word is he was a kid and stupid and even, you know. But even but even when you were a kid back like, however many years ago that was, that was still considered okay comedy. It was still – or if it wasn't comedy, it was still okay jargon to be said at that time. Like you, like you know, there are certain words that you can that you used to be able to say on TV that you like you can't say anymore because right. it's offensive to homosexuals or to women or to minorities or whomever. Or to me. Or to you. Everything uh, offends me now. But let's uh, let's move off of that topic because I don't want to get into that political side no, of no, things. No, 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 no. Now, no. Uh, sticking with because uh, I did mention quarantine and all that. Sticking with football, the new thing that came out was you have Dallas Cowboys and the Houston Texans. Testing positive for coronavirus, namely uh, Zeke. Zeke, <clears throat> that was the big name that came out. Big name. Uh, have you heard anything more as far as um, any other players? Did it well, spread like, rampant? I heard like, well, I think uh, Texas University. Then I heard Clemson University. They had like twenty eight. Oh, I did hear about Clemson. Yeah, they had, they had a big one. So. They gotta they gotta get these tests out there now. So if they want to play, so they can so they can get tested and get in like a little sports bubble right there and get quarantined for the two weeks. Mm-hmm. Well, uh, I'm just curious to see if like you know we're March, April, May. We're we're four months in, almost four and a half months into this whole nonsense. Yeah. And uh, now you have guys that, like, you know, we're gearing up for sports and, like, baseball, 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 and you got guys testing positive. It's well, like, oh, just... football, football's on track. Football's coming back. And then it's like, oh, shit, now I have a whole bunch of people. Well, they're just testing people now. So. I wish they would have started doing this, like, a month or a month ago, two months ago. Yeah. So do you or think. when it started. <laughs> so do you think, uh, like, your personal opinion, do you see this hindering uh, football coming back in a normal time frame? No, if they do if they do the right thing and do the testing right now so everybody can get quarantined properly, mm. it takes what two weeks, two and a half weeks. Uh, two weeks to to um, be self isolate and everything, and then yeah. it should be so, run so, its I mean, course. You do Assuming the, you don't have sim- like symptom symptoms. If you're gonna do this, you gotta do it right now. You gotta do it before July hits. You gotta do it quickly. That's all the sports. Right. That's the problem with baseball too. You gotta you gotta get all these guys in tested right now. That's why the NBA is rushing to do that. I think this week on the 23rd, you got to do it now. If you want sports to come back, you got to test the guys now. Okay. Uh, now, with that in mind, I, and I meant to get the picture, but I never did. So, whatever. You guys can Google it, or you can pull it up on your phone, and we can show it to the camera. Yes. Um, the fa- now I I did find this out that it's a fan-made picture. It's not official by the NFL standards at all. Which was the helmet that uh, the Chicago Bears helmet that's been making its way around, saying like this is what the NFL the Corona the Corona helmet the yeah. COVID nineteen helmet. Um, now even though that's fan made and it has nothing to do with the NFL, 
it looked a it looks like a motorcycle helmet or it looks like a um, like a BMX. Oh no, it looked like Star Wars type shit. The man, I it, liked it. it. It was kind of neat looking. And if you look, if you dive into it, because I'm gonna I'm gonna use the Eagles helmet behind your head. So you got your face your face guard, your shields still here, but then everybody's got uh, visors, some type of visor covering in. But then it looks like the helmet comes down a little bit further. And then attached to the face guard itself is more of like a plastic or whatever the helmet's made of, like covering around it. Right. And yeah. then in the front, like right here, is I guess like the... It's like a speaking area. Like a speaking like, area or a breathing apparatus yeah, or something. Yeah. Like a filter, we'll say. Right, yeah. So, I mean, it's cool looking. So if you if you want to look it up, uh, you know, you can Google it anywhere and just type in NFL COVID-19 helmet. And you'll see what we're talking about. Um but again, it's not official, but that is one person's idea of what helmets could look like going forward with trying to be careful with sports. I like it, back. yeah. I, I, hope I thought it was it. neat looking. I really did. Uh, let's see. Uh, and <laughs> here's another thing that I, I uh, read about. I actually heard this from our friend uh, Harry Mays. Okay, All right, uh, our good buddy. Our good buddy Harry Mays. Hey, this is Harry Mays. You're listening to the Boots and Pat Show. Where you get all your sports opinions. God Good damn old right. Harry Mays. Do you I, have all our clips up there? Uh, no, but I will be doing that probably today. And I'm off tomorrow, so I'll finish all oh, that. Oh, look at you. You're off tomorrow. Yeah. Are you getting tuned up today? No, up. it's Father's up. Day. My last not a Father's Day. Come no, on. Up. Um, but uh, I was listening to the Tony Bruno show with Harry Mays, and they brought up, I, I think this is specifically for baseball. Is concerned because like that's the next sport that we're waiting on. Um, <clears throat> there was somebody that designed like a ring that you would wear. So it looks like a it really looks like a metal like wedding band. That's all it looks like. Right. But then the inside of it like has microchips and stuff. Like it's weird looking. Okay. And apparently it. Like is Captain Planet involved? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Captain Planet shoots out of your penis. Yeah. Uh, no. Uh, the way it's designed, and I really don't understand how this works, is it's supposed to sense, like, your perspiration, your heart rate, uh, your temperature, things of those natures. And it would be able to di- basically diagnose you saying, you probably have coronavirus. Okay. You need to go get tested. It can't, Like, it wouldn't naturally just come off and say, hey, you got corona. It would notice that you have elevated levels of something. Somebody was trying to do that for a watch, too. Right. But the problem with this is, and this was, this was the catch-22 that comes with it, A, players have to wear it at all times, and B, all of your information is sent to a unified source. So kind of like how, like, you know, all your replays go to New York or whatever the case may be. So there's somebody that's going to be monitoring all of these rings, assuming that they would ever do this. But somebody would have to monitor it, which means you would have to wear it all the time, right? wherever you go. And then that person knows where you are at all times. Like very Big Brother-esque type of stuff. Somebody's watching you. Yeah. We, we really got to get some music with the soundboard, I swear. I can just sing. Got a beautiful voice. Do you? <clears throat> yep. Oh, okay. Good to know. But, uh, so there's that idea of, but I see, I don't know how that works because, like, like for the whole coronavirus thing, like, it's all going, like, through your nose and, like, through your, like, down your throat or whatever. 
like what was the they wanted to do like a cheek swab i don't even know if that came out i don't yet. know what i heard is what they go up the nose and it hurts and it's a pain in the ass and that's something i don't want to deal I, with don't they have to do both nostrils too Probably. So i think i think it goes up, up one your nose with a rubber hose vinnie Barbarino. vinnie Barbarino. mr Carter. mr Carter. um but i digress so that's that's one way of allegedly keeping tabs on things. So um, <clears throat> let's jump into more specifics. Philadelphia Eagles. Okay. Are you sad? Sad about what? Are you sad? No. Are you are you heartbroken? No, continue on. I don't know what I'm heartbroken about yet. Are both your Achilles attached? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Both mine are, but Brandon Brooks isn't. Yeah. So out for the year. I mean, he just tore the one last year, mm-hmm. so he's putting a lot of pressure on the other one. He's a I big rem- boy, so I remember it's just we, a matter of time, and he's getting older. So we were we were out on the deck. I had just come home from work. We were sitting there having a couple of beers, and you're like, you look at me and go, Brandon Brooks tore his Achilles. I stared at you and go, How? Yeah, he's training, <laughs> man. Like there's no speed. He didn't do anything. How? They're training at the Novacare, man. <clears throat> I was like, Oh my God, that's such a heartbreaking loss. So. He's a big boy putting a lot of strain on the good Achilles. So your thoughts then as uh, going forward without him for the year? Well, do you make a phone call to JP? No. 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 You just you just call by, let bygones be bygones. You or got Matt see? Pryor. See what the kid can do. And that's what, what he can do. So that's your that's your plan. Matt it's just, Pryor or okay. Warford, the guy from the Saints that they caught. Okay. It's JP, it was, it was his time to go. Okay. Huge JP fan, but. We moved on. Let's move on. I mean, the guy would come in for like four plays and go out for six plays. And, True. And he's still always good for a false start. <laughs> as great as a player as he was, as a Hall of Fame player as he is, he still drove me nuts sometimes. <laughs> Especially being an offensive tackle. He drove me nuts. Okay. Well, let us, uh, give us your comments on that. Le- leave us a message on Facebook. Let us know what your thoughts are on the Eagles' uh, future here without Brandon Brooks because of the Achilles. Who you'd like to see replace or... Are you concerned or not? Or give us a call, 724-815-0667. We are the Bucha Pack Show. It is Father's Day. We're not a Father's Day. So, not a Father's Day. Uh, sticking with the Eagles, it was announced yesterday that uh, I call him Philly because I don't like the name Dallas, but Dallas Goddard was sucker punched at a restaurant with his family. So bizarre. That's a really Did bizarre. they say why he was punched for I did not see any reason. All because I I read it late yesterday, and all it said was he was sucker punched at a restaurant, uh, and he was taken to the hospital, but he's fine. That's the only information I got out of it. I don't know if there was like an exchange of words, if this guy even like, if the two of them even knew each other, or if this was just a random like you know I don't want you in my city. I have no idea. So I got a couple of tweets from Eagles players. Because of the situation. Okay, bring it up. Let's uh, do some Lane, Eagles tweets. Mr. Lane Johnson came out and said, Ridiculous. Let me know the time and place I got you at Goddard 33. Avante Maddox came out. Yeah, lucky it wasn't there. Would have been some problems, dead ass. <laughs> Brazil Douglas, swear to everything. I'd be in jail right now. So uh, they got his boys back. <laughs> I was waiting for like a really random one, the way you were like setting that up. It's like, oh yeah, dead ass, this, oh yeah, and then like the next one. Well, maybe don't go to that restaurant, says Carson Wentz. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> maybe go to a cheesecake factory. That's where me and the missus go to. <laughs> 
Christ. Yeah, that, was, that was some of the tweets I saw last night. I'm like, oh, that's good. Everybody had the have his back. Yeah. Um, I'm glad nobody's in jail either. <laughs> yeah. We can't keep losing people. Can't keep. We gotta. We gotta stop the hemorrhaging. Um. Real quick, you brought this up and shared it on the uh, Buchapacho face page, and that was uh, Bryce Harper wants to get back to baseball. If he does not, he will sign a contract with the Eagles just to play. Yeah. Obviously, this is tongue-in-cheek because there ain't no way he's playing football. But your thoughts? I, I would bring him in as a slot receiver. Yeah. Got some speed, got some height. Be like a, be like a tight end that doesn't block for you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, here – be I mean, tight end, but just I don't want him to do uh, contact stuff because yeah, just uh, avoid just avoid contact. Yeah, just run past everybody and catch the ball. That's all we need you to catch touchdowns. <laughs> um, so uh, late yesterday I saw another thing that said the uh, Tampa Bay Bucks were poorly trying to troll the Eagles for whatever reason. Okay, I'm and hear why. Uh, they were. Um, was it on their social media? I forget where it was, but they were broadcasting the Bucks Eagles game back from what was it? O two or O three? Whatever. What, what year was that? Uh, yeah, O three. Was it O three? Yeah, they were highlighting that. O two. Yeah, long fucking time ago. Like long. 18, fu- we're talking eighteen yeah. years ago. Like, yes. Okay. So they brought that up, and I believe it was coined. Is Joe Jarvis still running past LeVon Kirkland? LeVon Kirkland was 400 pounds. He wasn't going to catch Joe Jarvis. I believe... The worst matchup ever. It still I be- pisses me off. <laughs> this game at the vetting, you have LeVon Kirkland up against Joe Jarvis. What kind of bullshit is that? We should have won that game because they couldn't come in. Remember the whole thing was? They couldn't come in and play under 32 degrees? And Warren Sapp's chap, everybody, you know, everybody's talking. Like, oh, no, we got this. We're confident. Last game at the vet. We're going on the Super Bowl. You have freaking fat-ass LeVon Kirkland chasing down. Like, he's still running. He's still running down. Like, the stadium's been imploded for, what, 10-plus years? LeVon Kirkland's still there. Where is it? Still running after him. <laughs> Those are my tirades I go on. I, I, I didn't realize I was going to pinch a nerve, but I got one. I believe, I believe they're trolling. Is, I think it was called... Uh, it definitely had the vet in it. Something like take down the vet or I forget. But it was some like weird, like I said, they were just redoing like a rewatch party, like this whole big thing. I don't know why. I, I, I Initially, I thought, I was like, okay, so Tom Brady's down here. Gronk's down here. We're going to, we're going to like all in on Tom Brady and all in on Gronk because, you know, those Eagles took away his trophy and we're going to get it back. Your Eagles aren't nothing. That's how I took it. But uh, but seriously, like you're saying, it's like from like 18 years ago, really? That'd be like us like celebrating and like you know trolling the Minnesota Vikings because we uh, went out there, spanked them, and then went to the suit. It's like, oh yeah, but that was even sooner. That was but, that was closer who, to but, now. But who's highlighting that? Who wants to highlight that? Like I don't understand that. Freaking uh, you know who McNabb's favorite receiver was that game? Rondé Barber. <laughs> <laughs> like that game still pisses me off. I don't know why you brought that. I quit. <laughs> <laughs> I pulled a I pulled a Missinelli there by throwing the headphones. <laughs> I'm ten years old, but I'll beat your ass. Uh, so yeah, I didn't realize it was gonna spark a nerve, but there's that. There's a couple things in sports that really, really piss me off. 
that game, that game, the <laughs> 93 World Series where Mitch Williams shouldn't have even been in that game. Mr. Kyle. What else pisses me off? Cowboys. Was that? Cowboys always, no matter what they do, <laughs> they could suck and they still piss me off. <laughs> oh, man. There's just a couple of things in sports that piss me off. The Penguins. I'm not even a Flyers fan. I hate the Penguins. I hate Cindy Crosby. They've been doing like this, like a uh, fan art stuff. <laughs> I'm just, I'm just gonna talk for a while. So they, like, I don't know if you saw this. They've been doing like pictures of like it's like football players and hockey players, but with like women's faces on it. It looks, I haven't it, seen it, it. it looks goofy and shit. But they did hockey and they did like a bunch of players. Then they did Sidney Crosby, just looking like Sidney Crosby. <laughs> <laughs> I saw that coming. I saw that coming. Yeah. Nice. Yeah, there's a couple of things that still piss me off. Actually, that uh, the Panthers game the next year pisses me off still, too. Freaking four, what's that, Manning had four interceptions, and he went on, signed a, signed a free agency and sucked and never did anything again. He had that one great game against the Eagles. Jesus Christ almighty. <laughs> Welcome to Sunday. <laughs> I hope you're all enjoying your beverages while we're listening to Booch Meltdown. I'm glad I could help uh, spark that for you. Uh, and then my last topic for um, football as a whole was there was a... <clears throat> the whole I, Chip Kelly error still pisses me off. Oh, we're not done yet. Okay. <laughs> That's fine. Let's do all the things that you want to do. <laughs> all right, go on. Okay. Go on. So the last thing I got was uh, uh, the Raiders' new stadium. Always bring in the wrong brother. We always bring in the wrong brother. That pisses me off, too. I'm done. I'm done. What up with that, yo? <laughs> I'm going to just have my own segment called What Pisses Me Off This Week. <laughs> what, didn't we used to do that? What grinds your gears? What grinds my gears. Wasn't yo. that a thing that we did on on Blog Talk Radio? Yeah. we got to remember some of this stuff. We used to have a WTF moment, which we will get back when uh, we have sports, really. But the one thing we have to do away with was uh, Gruden say what. Yeah. Oh, yeah no. That's a shame. Right. Uh, but uh, with the Raiders Stadium... Now, if you haven't seen this stadium, this thing is beautiful looking. Have you seen it yet? Yeah, it looks like the it looks like the Millennial Falcon Look, or whatever. The, the Death Star. Death it's Star like the thing is just Some, one of those. It's insane. <laughs> but the only reason I bring this up is because uh, they're moving quite a, they're moving rapidly along, getting this place ready, open, ready for football, etc. And <laughs> this week they did the uh, the super flush. I hate Ohio State too. I'm just, I'm just going randomly say stuff that pisses me off. <laughs> Jim Eisenreich, do you have Tourette's? Like, what are you doing? <laughs> we moved on. Let it go. Okay. Right. Anyway, uh, they did the super flush, which they turned on every single... I hate small sandwiches. Because why wouldn't you just give a big sandwich? Who wants a small little sandwich? All right, go on. Just because you have top billing, sir, does not mean we get to, you get to hijack the show about all the things that anger you because I poke the bear. Okay? We move on. Okay. Uh, they did the super flush. They turned on all the sinks in the entire stadium, and then they flushed every single toilet and urinal at the same time, and no backups. Okay. Oh! Boop. <laughs> That's all. And that concludes my NFL conversations oh, for the man. day. And his comedy career. What? And your comedy career. <laughs> yeah, I'm funny. 
Shut up. <laughs> Shut up, Richard. I'm gonna go ask directions to our next huge embarrassing failure. You're a huge embarrassing failure. Oh. What? Yes, sir. Not it. Um, so, NBA. If you're uh, planning on not playing, you got to notify the NBA. I think it was by the end of this past week, or is it this week? <clears throat> well, they start the testing on Tuesday. Because so last week, la- last week we were talking about Kyrie Irving and uh, some of the players that are I- having and issues. Al Depot, Depot came out today, or a couple of days ago, saying he he's not sure if he's playing yet. That's wild. I know that WNBA is coming out with a 20-game uh, schedule, so we'll be looking forward to that one. And that doesn't piss you off? Phone call. I know, but there's nothing coming up on my screen. Oh, there we go. Hi, caller. You're on the Booch and Pat show. Who are we speaking with? Caller? Hello? Hello? Yeah, you're on the Booch and Pat show. Who we got here? This is Chris from Jenkintown. Ah, Chris Chris from Jenkintown. I told you he was going to call. Yeah, you did, man. He he was twitching last night, blowing up my phone. Oh, I'm... Quarantine's letting me get me all crazy. I I I gotta do something. I told you, call in. We can talk. You want to talk to Giants? We can talk to Giants. All right, good. So I got some I got some points here that I'd like to bring up. I know you got some listeners out there, and I understand this is Philadelphia. It's a very, very, very uh, tough. It's a city of brotherly love, but it's very tough to speak about other sports teams, you know, without any kind of bias. So I made myself a little list here of why I think personally. This is just me personally. It's just an opinion. Why I think the Giants are quietly becoming contenders in the NFC this year. Now, just before you continue, I want to give you a heads up. I accidentally got Booch all riled up, so he's like on edge. So if you say something, well, if you say something, I mean, he might just blow up. So just be aware. I, I, the floor is yours. By all means, tell us how the Giants are a contender. Okay. So first off, let me start by saying this: the NFC. Is not the powerhouse that everybody, everyone is saying it is. A lot of people are saying it's not. I personally don't think it is. All right, we got a lot of teams with a lot of issues. I don't. Is Dak Prescott an elite quarterback? I don't think so. Is Carson Wentz an elite quarterback? Yes, but he's always hurt. Um, you know, now Brandon Brooks is out for the for the Eagles. I mean, that's that's a major loss in my opinion. So, here's why I think the Giants are contenders quietly in a division that is not as strong as it, you know, traditionally is. You so, forgot about the powerhouse team, the the Redskins. Uh, well, I don't I don't even consider the Redskins yeah, to be anything I mean, yeah. <laughs> in this division. Yeah, they're just an easy win for everybody. So, <laughs> the Giants' weakness in the last five years, obviously, glaringly obvious, has been the quarterback, which was replaced by a young a young quarterback who, yes, he did make his mistakes last year. He had many fumbles. That is something that I I cannot debate. I cannot refute. A lot of fumbles but they're correctable issues, okay? He threw 24 touchdowns in only 13 games. That's not bad for a rookie season with an offensive line that was subpar. So what did the Giants do to make that better? Oh, also, Saquon Barkley was hurt most of the year. What did they do? They drafted number four, Andrew Thomas, and they shared up their offensive line. Kevin Zeitler and Will Hernandez are a good guard duo. They really are, possibly one of the better ones in the division. Nate Solder. He's old, I got it, but he's still serviceable, and he's still a solid you know, player in this league. So with the offensive line shirt up, you already have Saquon Barkley coming back healthy this year. He, they're going to use him. He's a workhorse. Jason Garrett, now the offensive coordinator. I mean, we, we know his head coaching abilities were to be desired in Dallas. However, 
as an offensive coordinator, he's proven that he's very, very good. So Daniel Jones, he has it. I mean, it's, it's, he's shown it. He can, he, he's Danny Dimes. He can make the throws. He can stand in the pocket. He's got some wheels. You know, he's a, he is a starting quarterback. He's a starting quarterback. Danny so, Dimes. With that, it's one Barkley. Then you also have um, Golden Tate, who is a possession receiver. He can still make plays. Yes, he's getting up there in age, but, hey, he's still a player. Then you have the rise of Darius Slayton. Where did this guy come from? He's a, another, you know, another uh, a Dave Gettleman draft pick that everybody maligned, and all of a sudden he has made a splash in the league. Sterling Shepard, if he can stay healthy, I think he's a great, a, a great receiver. And Evan Ingram, personally myself, I don't know how this guy ranks so high among tight ends in the league. I, I just, I mean, I've watched every Giants game. He just does not impress me. He's never healthy, yet somehow his numbers say otherwise. So I'm going to throw him in there as well. The hiring of Joe Judge. He is of the Bill Belichick coaching tree, and he's a no-nonsense coach. That formula has won in New York before. They have won Super Bowls on no-nonsense head coaches. So, with the free agency, they picked up Blake Martinez, obviously from Green, Green Bay. They picked up James Bradbury, the cornerback from um, Carolina Panthers. And then they picked up uh, Kyle Fackrell. Don't really know much about him, so I'm not going to comment on that, but I'm sure he's a solid player. So, six out of their ten draft picks last year were on defense, and I'll, I'm going to note here that uh, Xavier McKinney from Alabama obviously is going to be a stud. He's going to be a great player. Giants stole him. So, then you also have uh, Carter Coughlin. Now, he was injured last year, but if you actually look at his at his player ratings, he was right behind uh, Chase Young. So, you know, if he could stay healthy right there, and they, they picked him up in like the sixth, maybe even seventh round, I don't know, nothing high. So that might have been a steal. So the defense is young, but the defense is improved. And I believe that the Cowboys' window is closing. The Eagles' window has, is closing. The Redskins, they don't even get a window to look at them. So I think this is where, this is where the Giants, they're, they're a, trending, a forward-trending team, and I think they're a contender in the NFC East. I'd watch out. That's just my opinion, though. So you're telling, you're, you're telling us that you, don't, you see that the Eagles are – how did you phrase it? You said uh, they're – their, the window's closing. The window's closing. I didn't want to say dying, but yeah. So you think that the Eagles' window for opportunity is closing and that you believe that the, the Giants are sneakily, sneakily, like sneaking into things because of all the things that are happening around the division. Is that is that what I'm to understand? Yes. Okay. Yeah. I believe I believe that the division, the division itself is trending downwards. But well, I we think are, the Giants we are, we are getting a little bit older, so – well, and, and I don't Eagles think it, get a little younger. And I don't think anybody's going to argue that the uh, division itself is not the power, like you said, powerhouse that it used to be or what it's known for. I don't think anybody's really going to argue that. I mean, granted, Redskins fans might, but <laughs> that's a dumpster fire, so nobody cares. Basic. Yeah, I do. <laughs> yeah. So let me let me ask let me ask you this: how how would you how would you rank your the quarterbacks in the NFC right now? Obviously, Carson Wentz is number one. And then would you say that Dak is better than Daniel Jones? Right now, you got to put Dak in front of Daniel Jones. I need to see something more than a couple games in a rookie season. Gotcha, gotcha. Okay, yeah. Do, so, do you feel so, – so but I, I, I think he has better potential than Dak. I think he has a better arm. Perfect, perfect. I, I think then, he, um, he could step up there with a couple better receivers. And then one other thing I just wanted to bring up, Pat, this is more for you. Do you think Eli Manning is a first ballot Hall of Famer? <laughs> Every time we talk to this guy, 
The Eli Manning conversation. You, yeah, he's a first ballot Hall of Famer. He won you, two Super Bowls. You know, you know. Like, like, why, why, why? I believe, I believe the text that you sent me yesterday. Where is it? Where's your goofy face on here? Uh, uh, let's see. Uh, now let's not go bashing me on your show. Let's make this uh, a fair fight. I'll probably get a bunch of people calling in just to bash me. Oh well, I've been nice, and then you're gonna throw that at me. That's not. I just, I just wanted to throw it out there. It's just a little bit of bait. That's uh, all it was. Just a little bait. I, and you wanted to plug a show for uh, you have coming out this fall, right? Yeah, I do. I appreciate that. Yeah, so I have a show. It's going to be on the Sportsman's channel. That's channel 1237 on Xfinity. If you have the sports package, you get it. So we yeah, have you it. have it. It's a hunting. Oh, what was that? We have that channel. Perfect. So on the Sportsman's channel, it'll be on at Saturday mornings at 10 o'clock. It's a hunting show based about based around a combat veteran, uh, struggles with PTSD and how he uses hunting as his outdoor therapy to overcome those obstacles and the hunting is done in uh, Jamison, Pennsylvania, New Jersey, Delaware, New York, Maryland, all places that, you know, that are local to the, it's, it's, it's an East coast based hunting show. So if everybody could check it out, it starts in October. Um, the first week in October, all the way till January, it's on Saturday morning at 10 o'clock. It's wild memories TV with Chris Davidson. We will be, we will definitely be checking that one out. And Chris, do me a favor. Um, when we get off, like get off the phone here, shoot me a text or shoot Booch a text, and uh, get us all the information. We can put that on our website as well as on our Facebook page to help promote you for a bit. Ah, uh, perfect. I appreciate it, guys. Thanks for taking the time and to answer call, my call. Call back in when football season gets closer. We'll talk uh, during preseason. See what's going on then. Well, hey, buddy, I might see you on Friday to be. Oh, there we go, man. <laughs> oh, yeah, we're back in the green. The Eagles green, but we're hey. back in the green. <laughs> hey, 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 I got my I got my nice fresh blue number eight jersey. Daniel Jones, I'll have it on. All right, let's go. Let's go. Let's uh, right, let's debate some sports on Friday. I'm excited. All right, thanks, guys. All right, All right see you. Chris. Well, that was nice. That was a nice unexpected – I mean – Kind of expected, but a little unexpected. I mean, he did mention that he was going to call in. Uh, on a side note, since he was talking for a while, I was getting a chance to look at the computer. Did our feed go out? Like the, or can you? Are we frozen still? We're like we're in and out. Okay, because on my side it says we're having trouble playing the video because Facebook's whatever. I don't know. But people are commenting in. Commenting okay. in. Okay, good. Jay, you said not, he's not making a very uh, compelling argument for the Giants, so why don't you call in and make a counteract it? Let's hear what you got, Jay. Right, Listener Jay, let's come go. on. Let's go. Let's yeah. debate this. We'll, we'll, we're all open to mm-hmm. ideas, suggestions from every single person, whatever you got. You know, I can see me now behind the camera when I'm trying to get the charters and stuff going because uh, all the devices start dying on my side. Yeah. <laughs> And uh, assuming, hypothetically, uh, once this broadcast is over and hopefully streaming perfectly, like the video doesn't cut in or out or whatever, uh, at one point you will see the cat behind you. Oh, not anymore? Oh, oh no, he, he he jumped up, was sniffing the bottles, being a fucking weirdo, and then ran away. That was a while ago. <laughs> it was a while ago. It was when Chris was still on the phone. Um, but yeah, Call us up. Our number is 724-815-0667. We appreciate all the comments and questions on our Facebook chat, but feel free to give us a call. We'll answer and we'll talk whatever you want. So let's move into a couple other things. Uh, We started with basketball when Chris called. Um, 
Do you have anything else for basketball? No, no, it's just uh, the, we'll the see only, what happens with the testing. The, see what happens with the testing. And the only other thing that I was saving for basketball, because there really wasn't much to really discuss yet, uh, it's a fun little fact that uh, Joel Embiid got his driver's he license. He did get his driver's license. <laughs> how long has he been in America? Oh, uh, how, eight years? <laughs> I mean... He's like eight years old in America. <laughs> <laughs> So he got I, eight years ahead of time. I mean, I mean, I, I get it. You know, you're an athlete. You don't need to drive. You can for have it, the country he came from. They didn't need a, cars and stuff. So, I mean, you, the dirt roads he didn't need. It's just it's just one of those times where it's like you know you're an athlete. You're paid handsomely. You probably get Ubers or limos or people drive your your own little personal driver or whatever. So I get it. He probably doesn't need all that kind of tra- his own like freedom, but. It's just funny to hear that a uh, he's how old is he now? Twenty probably twenty seven. So it's, it's just funny to hear like a, oh twenty seven year old professional athlete just got his first driver's license. But cheers to you, sir. Congrats. I, I am wearing a baseball shirt today. I'm wearing my Iverson. Yeah, well you're not wearing his. And speaking of I shirts, I don't have his. speaking of shirts, I also am wearing another Booch and Pat Show merchandise T-shirt. It is the official. What up with that? Oh, T-shirt. And B's only 26, and he just turned 26 in March. He looks older. <laughs> yes, he does. He looks like he's had a rough paper route. That's oh, my, yeah. as my dad would say. Um, or a rough mailman route. Easy. <laughs> I know. I I do have a. I don't know if it comes up great on the uh, camera, but my arms are two different colors. I don't know if. I mean, I can see my tan line, but. It's my arms are two, that. my arms are two different colors. Uh, cool. <laughs> it's just it's part of being a mailman. It's part of a tough route. It's, a, it's the life of a mailman. It's the life of a thug. <laughs> Shut up, Doctor Mailman. Do, yeah, you want to go back to Doctor Mailman? Paging Doctor Douchebag. That's you. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So uh, I figure we're towards the end here of things to discuss. So let's get into baseball. And then we'll jump into your segment of Athletes and Handcuffs. And I got what's up with that before that. Oh, okay. Uh, so MLB, uh, after uh, it was announced that, oh, yeah, I th- who said it? Manfred? Yep. 100% guaranteed we're returning. Now suddenly, uh, I don't know if that's going to happen. They've been countering, going back and forth with the deals. Oh, we want this. Well, no, we, we don't like that. We're going to give you this. No, we don't like that. And then the last thing that we had, which we're going to turn this down. You're turning it the wrong way. Yeah. We'll put, we'll put it on low. That's fine. Feels uh, good. <laughs> but uh, one of the things that uh, – I think one of the last things that happened was, which we laughed about, the owners said uh, – what they say, 60 games? And then the players came back and said, no, we they want 70. 70. Why can't you just meet in the middle and do freaking 65 games? <laughs> They're acting like children at this point. 65 games. Oh, man, you still are on edge right now. Well, I was waiting to be pissed off about that. Yes, I am. <laughs> so I just, I just find it funny that you... And you, finger sandwiches. <laughs> Who's talking about finger well, sandwiches? I was talking about little sandwiches earlier because I oh. want a sandwich. I'm pretty hungry. Yeah, I'm starving. <laughs> I haven't eaten yet. We'll work on that after the show. Okay. Or if uh, somebody wants to bring us a sandwich. <laughs> yeah, anybody want to bring us some sandwiches? We really appreciate That's it. That's how Bob used to promote it when he was on the show, trying to get people to bring him sandwiches. <laughs> yeah, Bob, you listening? We could use some sandwiches. Um, but yeah, so uh, 
So that was the biggest debate was going back and forth as to whether or not, like, you know, are we going to have baseball or are we not going to have baseball? Are they going to come to an agreement? Are they going to find a, a middle ground? And then lo and behold, thinking that's the biggest issue, five Philadelphia Phillies, three of their staffers have corona, tested positive down in Florida, down, down in Clearwater, which we were discussing at the beginning of the show that a lot of issues are happening down in Florida with the spread of corona, like, uptick. And then, and then from that, I believe we had a minor Florida's league. Being the epicenter right now of everything that's happening. And then we had a uh, a minor league player that I guess we traded off to the Blue Jays. He tested positive. Now he's in the Blue Jays camp, so now they're getting tested. And then finally, MLB just shut down all training camp facilities, everything. Granted, temporarily, but everything is shut down now. Like why I said with basketball and football and everything, you got to do the testing now so you can get these teams in their team bubble to quarantine. Yeah. So that's that's the main part. And get them out of fucking Florida. <laughs> <laughs> Florida like the whole Tampa Bay Lightning's team uh, was like diagnosed with uh, COVID but that, too. <laughs> but doesn't that concern you? Because that's the whole thing for basketball. Hey, let's go to Orlando. Everything's well, in everybody, Florida. Everything. Because everything's open. Yeah, everybody was like, oh, this is a great place. But once they opened up the whole world very early. I gave uh, Governor Wolf a lot of shit because I wanted everything to go back to normal. But it's looking like he did the smart thing by slow moving everything, so. I mean, Florida, they just opened up like, spring break! Here we go! I I ask you to be on caution. Oh, I forgot to change over the screen, even though I don't know if our screen's whatever. But hold on, let me change it over. Uh, I forgot... <laughs> I, I give you caution. I, I I say say that with pause. That uh, that slight little praise to Governor Wolf because your sister might kill you. Well, <laughs> right now we're looking better than Florida with the I way understand. we open it because they just went right away. Okay, we're just opening up the whole damn world in spring break and everybody's flying down there from PA. I hope they're not bringing the the back. I saw a lot of people on Facebook going down there because they know bars were open. I hope they're not bringing that shit back. Well, people are tra- people want to travel. Everything is everything's cheap. Maybe I won't go to the bar next weekend. Right. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> I was gonna say you just committed to uh, debating with Chris. Uh, I crack myself up sometimes. <laughs> yeah. So you got that going on. So my question is, with the spread happening and amp- ramping up with in baseball right now, is this the final nail in the coffin? Are we done with baseball or no? You think there's still a chance no, that's to save why, it? That's why I said they have to self-quarantine right but now. But I'm saying, do you, aside from self-quarantine, do you think that there's still a way that they can save this season? Well, baseball said, uh, the, the MLBPA said they won't discuss anything until they come out with a way to test for testing things. That's what I saw today. So they they got to figure out shit, and they got to do it quickly. Time is running out on that. I give it another week before it's all over. Okay. Um... That's why I. That's where like, the uh, the Corona ring thing that I was talking about. Right. That was mainly towards uh, baseball players, is that they would have to wear that ring. Uh. But yeah, here's a here's a picture of what it looks like since I didn't get it preset. Oh yeah. It looks so like... let me see if I can get that on camera. I'll see that in about ten minutes. Yeah. I just saw so, your arms go up. Yeah, yeah. So <laughs> you can see that it's a. Uh, that so it's like a wedding like, band, like but a wedding ins- band. but inside it's got that like electronic Earth, stuff. Earth, wind, fire, and Captain Planet shoots out. Yeah. Saving clothes, save, saving COVID. <laughs> Speak much? Yeah, I know. Yeah, yeah. Uh, well, I've had a couple cocktails. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I haven't slept. 
That's true. I, 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 I did I, work the overnight shift, and I got home at like 9 o'clock this morning. I do give you props for that, my friend. I do so give you So we're props. just going to drink through today. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and then to cap off, like, do you have any other, anything else for baseball? No, not okay. really. So the only thing I wanted to cap off with, because for the last couple of weeks we've been doing uh, discussions on the 30 for 30s, all the documentaries and everything like that. So last week we, we mentioned that we had the Long Gone Summer 30 for 30, the McGuire Sosa uh, and – Kind of Griffey, a uh, little bit, little bit. I mean, he he in the he, beginning, in the beginning, and um, and I'm not gonna harp on that too much because I mean it only happened in '98, so it's not like it was that long ago. I mean, but it was it was it was a decent documentary. It was it was fun to relive well, stuff. Longer than Tampa Bay versus the Eagles. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna find that after the show, and I'm gonna show you like, yeah, this is what it uh, this is what I was talking about. But. uh it was uh, pretty interesting to see some of the things, like, you know, all the home run balls. Like, you know, uh, I, I think uh, our uh, senior vice president, executive of social media, whatever. Supervisor of social media, yes. Yeah. See, you know the title. I don't. Uh, <laughs> I came up with the title. <laughs> yes. He, uh, he, he shared that the, the owner of McGuire's 70th home run ball Sold for three million. Three million because he didn't want to meet because Mark McGuire wouldn't right. meet him. Yeah. So, so it brings up my question, and I'm curious to get your opinion. I'm curious it's to get. It's gonna be a quick opinion because my ass is sore. I understand. Well, remember you can stand. I can adjust the camera. That's all right. We'll um, what is what do you think would be more important if you were in that position? Sixty-two to to beat the record, or seventy to set the record? Seventy to set it. Seventy to set it. Yeah, that's because 62 doesn't mean anything anymore. No, I understand, but the, but I mean, like at that point, like because like because oh, 61 point. matters. 61 is like you well, just tied it, greatness. It did at that point. Now it doesn't matter. I I I think that there's a weird sentimental value, and then of course you have 70 doesn't even matter anymore. I was just gonna say because then you have bonds, and then my question is because and this is an ongoing. And nobody's ever gonna touch 73. No, and then that's an ongoing question that we maybe 72. I can see that. <laughs> That's a real possibility. 71. <laughs> That's a real possibility. Yeah. <laughs> um, I say, uh, you know, we, we discuss this, and everybody discusses discusses this when it comes time to is like the Hall of Fame. It's like, you know, the juice or the juice heads and all this. It's like, <laughs> yeah, okay. I mean, what do you, what else, you, you know, yeah. you, you performance-enhancing drugs, like that you got caught, so you got that asterisk next to your name. You know, you're not going to make it into the Hall of Fame, like... But that's such a shame because of what they did for baseball that summer of 98 where it's like you were just – I wasn't even a fan of the Cardinals or the Cubs, but I watched. Like I was like paying attention to those stats just like everybody else was. Right, yep. yep. I so, think we all were, yep. So I digress. That concludes everything that I got. So let's jump into your segment, which is your athletes. No, no. What's up with that before? the? Oh, God damn it. Oh, I can't keep tabs. Okay. So I read a story. They were they wanted to release the 2021 Bronco for Bronco on OJ Simpson's birthday. The new one? The new Bronco that's coming out July 9th on OJ's birthday. They wanted to do that, but then they said no, that would be distasteful. So they're doing it July 13th. <laughs> who who in their marketing team thought that that would be a good idea? Ford thought it was hilarious. I guess somebody at Ford. <laughs> O.J. Simpson's sister came out and said, I just don't know if it's a good marketing twist 
That's all she <laughs> I just thought it was so bizarre. Yeah, let's uh let's release the new Bronco on <laughs> on OJ's birthday. <laughs> and that's my what's up with that moment. <laughs> Okay, so now we can jump into uh, your athletes in handcuffs. Do you have anything to do before then? No, I'm just waiting for your sound effect to cue it up. Oh, okay. Uh, well, last week we did Jose Canseco. He was a complete meathead, so he did a lot of stupid meathead stuff. This week we are doing a little different angle, doing a different athlete. It's a more tragic tale that we're going to talk about. This is the life, career, and crimes and death of Lawrence Phillips. Alright, Lawrence Phillips was born in Little Rock, Arkansas, May 12, 1975. He later moved to California, where he grew up in foster care his whole life. He played his senior and junior and senior year of football at Baldwin Park High School where he got noticed by a lot of colleges. He ended up going to the University of Nebraska. Okay. His sophomore year was his big year. He was the focal point of that offense because of injuries to quarterback Tommy Frazier and Brooke Berenger, who were pretty good names. I mean, I think they both played in the NFL. He tied a school record by rushing yards for, for rushing yards for 100 for 100 yards or more for 11 straight games in 1994, despite frequently playing against eight or nine man fronts. Okay. Is this is are we is this how this is going to start every week? We're going to like you know he was born on this day yeah. and he was baptized and then he was molested and like you know. We're doing the life. Okay. Okay. I just I just I just want to understand. It's your segment. I'm just trying. I'm. It's your world, man. I'm just living in it. He ended up. Nebraska securing an undefeated season and national championship in 1994. Less than two weeks after Phillips helped Nebraska win the 1994 championship, he pled not guilty to, to charges of assault, vandalism, and disturbing the peace. The charges came from a March 1994 incident in which Phillips was accused of grabbing a 21-year-old college student around the neck. Phillips had entered... Earlier entered into a pretrial diversion program, but he was charged on November 18, 1994, after failing to complete the requirements of the program. So he strangled someone? Yeah, he strangled somebody. One of the college students. While he was in college? While he was in college. A lot of shit happens in college here for him. <laughs> He's a not a good person. How the fuck do you get in the end? Oh, whatever. Continue. I'm sorry. Shortly before the start of the next season... Phillips' eligibility was in question for receiving a $100 lunch from a sports agent during the 1994 season. That's not that bad. When Nebraska officials became aware of the violation, he allegedly reimbursed the agent. The NCAA ruled him eligible just in time for the season opener, but continued to investigate other unspecified issues involving Phillips. So there was a lot of shit going on with Phillips that they're also looking at. Okay. When the 1995 season finally arrived, Phillips became an early frontrunner for the Heisman Trophy in Nebraska's second game of the season against Michigan State. P- 
playing its first game under new head coach Nick Saban. <laughs> Phillips, that's, that's a winner right there. Phillips had 206 rushing yards for four touchdowns on 22 carries. Hours after returning from that Michigan State game at, where he had 200 yards, mm-hmm. on September 10, 1995, Phillips broke in the backup quarterback's Scott Frost's apartment by climbing the outside of the building to the third floor and entering through some sliding doors. Why? He then assaulted his ex-girlfriend basketball player, Kate McEwen. Phillips dragged McEwen out of the apartment by her hair and down three flights of stairs before smashing her head into a mailbox. And you know what? we don't we don't smash what? anything in the mailboxes in this family. What the, <laughs> what the fuck? Are you kidding me? Yeah. Did she like die or anything? No, no, no. She's still she's not still out there living her best life. I looked her up the other day when I was looking at this stuff. Did up. he go to jail for that yet? <laughs> Phil was, oh, okay. was arrested and eventually suspended by head coach Tom Osborne. The case became a source of controversy and media attention. With the perception that Frost had not even tried to protect McEwen and that Osborne was coddling a star player by not kicking films off the team permanently. Osborne walked out on a press conference when asked if one of your players had roughed up a member of your family and dragged her down a flight of steps, would you have reinstated that player for the team? Outraged Nebraska faculty proposed that any student convicted of violent Crimes be prohibited from representing the university on the football field. But Osborne kept on defending his decision, saying that abandoning Phillips during this time will do more harm than good to him, stating that the best way to help Phillips was within the structured environment of the football program. Osborne stated, I felt the only thing I could put in place that would keep him on the track was football. Because that was probably the only consistent organizing factor in his life. After he did get a six-game suspension, that's all he got. He didn't get arrested. He didn't get anything. He got six-game suspension from the football team. How the fuck does that happen? I'm, you're, you're talking about he smashed a girl's face in a he, mailbox? He drug her out. He pulled her down steps. He broke into a person's house to take her out. Yeah, you, he, you said he Spider-Man his way and climbed up the side of a building. He was just... How the hell does that happen? Six games. Jesus Christ. And that's like what? Issue number one? This is two so far. <laughs> yeah. Jesus. Osborne reinstated Phillips for the uh, Iowa State game, although touted freshman Amon Green, who would do him out no Amon Green, he played for the Green Bay Packers for a long time, continued to start. Phillips played against Kansas and Oklahoma. After that season... Osborne told him to go pro because you're pretty much an asshole. And you're not going to do it. You're probably going to get <laughs> more trouble here. <laughs> yeah, get out. Get out. The Rams drafted him with the sixth pick of the first round because he was so he was talented but an asshole. Rams thought so highly of Phillips that on the same day of the draft, they traded predecessor Jerome Bettis to the Pittsburgh Steelers. So they already had a Hall of Fame running back, and they traded him for Lawrence Phillips. <laughs> Yeah. Wow. Yeah. I know. I, I and, know. I, and then he went on to the Steelers and became the boss. I mean, I know. I know. I set up this this uh, this screen for your athletes and handcuffs because there's not a lot of space, so I don't have my face up there. But like my jaws on the ground. Continue. 
Okay. Uh, the Rams thought so. High, uh, on July 29, uh, 1996, Phillips signed a three-year deal worth a $5.6 million contract. He received no signing bonus, but his salaries were $1.5 million in 1996, $1.8 in 1997, $2.2 in 98. Also, he has some chance for guaranteed money in the future if he met certain conditions. The chaos he created at Nebraska continued in St. Louis. In less than two years with the Rams, he spent 23 days in jail. <laughs> so you see all the contract money he got. He's not going to play this contract out. Wow. In 1997, Phillips surpassed his entire 1996 total in 10 games with nine starts rushing for 634 yards. However, on November 20th, the Rams released him according to reports that he was pretty much an asshole. <laughs> Why'd you get released? Because I'm an asshole. That's just who I am. That's how I like to live my life. Don't judge me. The Rams lost patience with him and decided to cut ties with him. And this is the reason why he was released. A teary-eyed Vermeil at the time called Phillips potentially the best running back that he ever coached. Vermeil revealed that Phillips collapsed on the field during practice for the 10th and final game that he played that season. Trainers revealed that he had alcohol on his breath and told Vermeil that they spelled alcohol on his breath numerous times during that season. He so, would hang he would hang out at, at the bars until 4 a.m. the night so before he, games. Wow. Wow. I mean, yeah. most of us do that going into work the next day. Yeah, I go think about playing a football game. Wow, right? that's crazy. That's, he, like, that's like McNabb in the Super Bowl throwing up in the huddle. He go, he went on and played for the Miami Dolphins, where they released him after he pleaded no contest to assaulting a woman. In Plantation, Florida, nightclub. Went on the NFL Europe. Uh, where he set offensive records with the Barcelona Dragons with 1,021 yards and 14 touchdowns. And tracked an interest to the 40 to the NFL team. So he did end up coming back to the NFL where he played for the 49ers. Hmm. But he started off... Slow Charlie Gardner took his spot, so Good he was Charlie pretty, Gardner. He was pretty much a kid. He was a kick returner. And he would come in on third downs. His blocking skills were so bad, but one game they had him try to block Aeneas Williams. Aeneas Williams was the one that pretty much ended Steve Young's career because Philip missed the block. Hmm. Lawrence Phillips is the reason why Steve Young missed his career is done. Wow. Oh, by November, the 49ers had lost patience with Phillips. According to Steve Mariucci, Phillips had actually begun losing interest early in that season to the point that he was finding reasons and ways that he wouldn't practice. However, the situation came to head in in the run-up to the 49ers game against the uh, New Orleans Saints. Phillips refused to practice at all on November 10th and 12th and openly mocked coaching staff. Mariucci called a meeting and called a meeting and his staff at which at which Phillips position coach Tom Rathman threatened to stay in San Francisco if Phillips made the trip. That night the 49ers handed uh, Phillips a three game suspension and and uh, for conduct uh, detrimental to the team. So wherever he went he was just an asshole. They uh, went on to release him but they had to wait because of contract issues so he had to stay on the team for a little bit. Hmm. 
He went on and played in the AFL and the CFL. But he would have problems getting into Canada playing there because of all the troubles that he was getting in here. Well, it's going to follow you. Yeah. Now we get to the legal issues after his career. There's more? This is That's, that's the PG stuff. How the <laughs> fuck are you telling me PG is... He grabbed his ex... He, he scaled a wall like Spider-Man, grabbed his... Beat the shit out of his girlfriend, grabbed her by the hair, drug her down steps, and then bashed her face in a mailbox. That's PG? That's the PG stuff. This is the stuff that oh happened after... Oh my God. Him. August 21st, 2005. Phillips was arrested for assault after driving a car into three teenagers following a dispute with them during a pickup football game in Los Angeles, California. Were they in a car? No, he, no, he, he ran into the teenagers. I don't see them in a car. I think he just had the teenagers. <laughs> okay. At the time of the arrest, Phillips also was wanted by San Diego Police Department in connection with two alleged domestic abuse incidents involving a former girlfriend who claimed that Phillips had choked her to the point of unconsciousness. In addition, the Los Angeles Police Department was seeking Phillips in a connection with another allegation of domestic abuse that occurred in Los Angeles. In March 2006, Phillips was ordered to stand trial on charges of felony assault with a deadly weapon, stemming from the August 21, 2005 incident. On October 10, 2006, he was found guilty on seven counts. On October 3rd, 2008, he was sentenced to 10 years in a California prison. That was a lot going on right there in 2005. And that's only in 05. <laughs> yeah. yeah. While serving the sentence, Phillips was, so Phillips was convicted in August 2009 for the assault of his former girlfriend, Amelia Weisler, on seven counts, including assault with great bodily injury, false imprisonment, making criminal threats, and auto theft. On December 18, 2009, Phillips was sentenced to 25 years in prison on the 2009 convictions to run consecutive to the 2008. So right now he's got 35 years. Mm -hmm. Phillips was admitted to the California Department of Corrections and Rehabilitation on October 16, 2008 and incarcerated at Ken Valley State Prison under California law. Since his crimes harmed other people, he was required to serve at least 85% of the sentence before becoming eligible for time off. Wow. On April 12, 2015, Phillips cellmate Damian Soward, the cousin of former NFL wide receiver Jay Soward, was found dead in his cell. Oh, my God. The two men shared. Get the... Sauer, I told you this was going to be a wild ride. This no one. way. Sauer was serving a sentence of 82 years of life for a murder conviction, was choked to death, and Phillips was regarded as the prime suspect in the case. You think? Yeah, well, there are the Duh. only two people in the... Winning. In September 1st, 2015, Phillips was charged with first-degree murder in Sauer's death. On November 9th, 2015, the prosecutor was granted a motion to re- reconsider whether to seek the death penalty. Phillips was, was was awaiting a trial in a segregated segregated custody when he was found unresponsible in his cell by correctional officers. He ended up hanging himself on January 12, 2016, pronounced dead at 1:30 a.m. Uh, yeah, that's uh on uh 
on January 15, 2016, it was announced Phil's family had agreed to donate his brain to examine for CTEs. A coroner determined that Phillips hung himself in prison, but and he taped the Do Not Resuscitate note on his chest. Well, that's nice of him, at least. And his funeral was held on January 23rd, 2016. And that is the life, career, and crimes of Lawrence Phillips. Damn. <laughs> like, I, I don't even... to say that there's so much fucked up shit in that did they did did, did you find anything like did the family rule like did the did they rule that he had cte no i haven't seen if they if the the brain examination came back that my, that was not in the information that i looked up my god i told you this was gonna be a wild ride with this guy that is horrendous just, just from the beginning just from day one in college he was a complete freaking asshole it is, it is crazy. Jose Consigo was just a meathead that like steroids. Right. And did steroid shit. This guy was just a complete jerk-off. <laughs> well, you did say last week that Consigo did put his hands on his girl. At one, he did, but that was steroid stuff. <laughs> I understand. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> well, then it's okay. Yeah, you do steroids, you can beat up. No, 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 no. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I bet you wish you took that back. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. So, yeah, but, like, he ran down three teenagers. He ran down uh, three teenagers after a pickup football game because he didn't like them. Dude, that's that's bad. That's really bad. Wow. That uh, I guess that's a good. Yeah, we're a good hour and a half in. That's a good point to uh, let's do the the history and then uh, call it a day. My God, I'm gonna have a nice cry about Lawrence Phillips' life later on. <laughs> I'm saying, like, I don't even know what to make of that right now. He's only 40 years old, so. Only 40? When he hung himself. Oh, okay. Well, yeah. I mean, I'm not really... Uh... I mean, he was going to get the he was going to get death penalty. Right. All right, so let's go back in time with this week's Sports Rewind. And this week in sports history. 1939, New York Yankees announced Lou Gehrig's retirement after doctors reveal he has amorphotropic lateral sclerosis. Sclerosis, a- ALS. I don't. They, I don't they didn't call Lou Gehrig's disease back then. No, 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 no. <laughs> but it was the first time anybody really called it anything. Who knows? I don't know. 1962, U.S. Open, U.S. Open men's golf. Jack Nicklaus wins his first major title by three strokes in an 18-hole playoff with Arnold Palmer. Arnie Palmer. 1964, Philadelphia Phillies. Jim Bunning pitches. A perfect game against the Mets on Father's Day. Father's Day. See, you're seeing a pattern here. And this one kind of ties into the other one. 1988. The Givens family reports Mike Tyson beat his then-wife, Robin Givens. 1991. San Francisco. I'm eventually going to do a Mike Tyson one. Oh, I have to. Like this, like I, I did do the Mike Tyson one for that because that's the most well-known one. But there was like two others that happened this week that I was like, oh, I'm not getting involved. He's, in a, that. he's had a fun life. Uh, 1991, San Francisco Giant pitcher Dave Dravecki. I'm gonna say his name wrong. Dravecki's cancerous left arm was amputated. 1992, Philadelphia 76ers trade Charles Barkley to the Phoenix Suns for a piece of nothing. Jeff Hornacek and that's another thing that pisses me off. (laughs) 
<laughs> and we've come full circle. 1994, New York Giants cut Super Bowl 21 MVP quarterback Phil Simms after 15 years of service with the NFL club. And now, even though it's this week in sports history, this is the one that we have to discuss because this week in sports history, specifically June 17th, 1994, Big day. is Big the day. day that sports collided. That is the day that everybody remembers in infamy that O.J. Simpson doesn't turn himself in on a murder charge and the L.A. police chase uh, his Ford Bronco for one and a half hours before he eventually gives up. Seen on li- seen live on national TV. Because it was seen live on national TV, it also was the day that the NBA Finals... Uh, Game five, I think? Uh, yeah. Uh... The Knicks, uh, the Knicks, led by Patrick Ewing, tipped off Game 5 of the NBA Finals at Madison Square Garden in primetime, only to be interrupted by what was happening in L.A. as police officers noticed Simpson in a Ford Bronco on the freeway, and the chase began. Do you remember where you were that day? The NBC broadcast showed the game and the chase in split screen. And it's wrong to say split screen because it was predominantly all the Bronco chase and, and like was- a... Like a little tiny I remember in the bottom that. corner. I remember where I was watching that. Uh, I remember. I want to say I do remember where it was, where I was, but that was the summer that uh, my fam, like my mom, my dad, myself, buddy, like Bubba, Joanne, all those people, we we had tickets to go see the Moody Blues at the Man concert. Moody Blues. So that's not at all how they sound. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I don't know why I say like that. <laughs> That's a good band, though. But anyway, I digress. Um, Also on the 17th, at the age of 64 years old, competing in golf for nearly 40 years, Arnold Palmer, who was was far past his prime, competed at the U.S. Open for the 32nd time and his last. I like how you crush that just to... I advertise know. it. Well, I, I crushed that can. <laughs> also on the 17th, New York Rangers Stanley Cup Parade was held. It had been three days earlier when the New York Rangers finally did, uh, when they finally won and ended their 54-year championship drought with a victory over the Vancouver Canucks in Game 7 of the Stanley Cup Finals. Also, the U.S. Ho- the U.S. hosts the first World Cup at Soldier Field. A, spe- a spectacle unfolded into a comedy of errors as the U.S. hosted its first World Cup. First, the MC being Oprah Winfrey, Oprah Winfrey, uh, fell off the platform while introducing Diana Ross, only to be followed up uh, at the end of Ross's performance with her penalty kick missing the goal wide left. Uh, also, Chicago knows stuff about kicking wide left <laughs> and double doings. <laughs> uh, Ken Griffey ties Babe Ruth in the top of the third inning against the Royals' David Cohn. The Mariners' Ken Griffey Jr. blasted a ball out to right center. It was his 30th home run of the year, tying Babe Ruth's record for most home runs before June 30th. He eventually increased his total to 32 before the end of the month. He would go on to win the home run derby and finish with a total of 40 long balls before the season was canceled by the player strike he, he on August broke, 12th. He could have broke the record that year. He was, well, so, he was so fire that which, year. And that's why everybody was expecting him to be the main contender with uh, Mark McGuire. Uh, 97, NHL announces it will add Nashville uh, in 98, Atlanta in 99, and Minneapolis, St. Paul, and Columbus, Ohio in 2000. Good old expansion teams. Man, they've been around forever, it feels like. <laughs> oh, yeah. uh, 2000, uh, the 100th U.S. Open men's golf at Pebble Beach. Tiger Woods 
wins his first U.S. Open by a major championship, record-setting 15 strokes over Ernie Els and Miguel Angel Jimenez. Jimenez. 2001. I don't know why I said that <laughs> 2001, please don't get angry, Booch. Uh-oh. The 55th NBA championship, the Lakers beat the 76ers four games to one. We had no chance of winning that. <laughs> as long as you're I was gonna... happy we won one game. There you go. At least we had the step over. People think about the step over more than they think about that series. 2012, NBA championship, Miami Heat beat uh, OKC Thunder. Uh, four games to one, finally giving LeBron James his first NBA championship. Thank you for saying this. Uh, this was a debate we were going, we were having earlier. It was not the, a debate. Hey, we have a debate in this house before what we're going to put on this radio show. You're like, I don't want to put LeBron on. It's only his first. <laughs> I'm like, that's a big milestone. His first one's a big milestone. Yeah. What a, and that's what, how you sound, too. <laughs> yeah. What a, what, a, what a huge milestone he had. He had to go down to Miami with his two best friends to create a super team to do what he couldn't do on his own. But it's still it's his first championship. It's oh, okay. Milestone. And how many championships does he have? What's it, three. How many has he done on his own? Oh, no. He's always had a super team? Cool. That's awesome. Let's move on from LeBron because he fucking is a garbage player. Oh, man. Anyway. 2013 U.S. Open men's golf. Englishman Justin Rose wins his first major title, two strokes ahead of runners-up Jason Day and Phil Mickelson. 2015, and this is the last one to wrap it up, U.S. Open men's golf. Uh, Chambers Bay, Jordan Spieth, at the age of 21, becomes the youngest winner since 1923. And that concludes this week's Sports Rewind. So... I believe that's everything we got for the show today, correct? Yeah, it was a, almost a two-hour show. I know. We haven't done a two-hour show. I think Didn't we used to do two-hour shows? We used to do two-hour shows. On but, Blog Talk, but that's when we had sports. Now, think about that. That's, we used to do commercial breaks, too. And we had commercial breaks. I don't know about you, but my mouth is, like, really I'm, dry. I'm, after doing that whole segment about yeah. Lawrence Phillips, I'm ready for another beverage. Yes. So it is uh, a smoke. <laughs> a beverage and a smoke. So let's uh, thank everybody for watching. So uh, I hope you all have a great Father's Day, not a Father's Day, selfie day, naked hiking day. That's my day. (laughs) (laughs) Whatever you end up doing, enjoy. Have a nice cold beverage, uh, alcoholic, soda, water, whatever you want. Uh, We're here. Tune in every Sunday at 12 p.m. You can find us on boochandpatshow.com. You can follow us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. Hopefully next week we will have promise of iTunes. Can we put this? Can we put our shows on the Instagram? See, I, I, now, don't, I don't know how that works. I'm not really a Graham guy. Well, see, here's the thing. Remember when we were talking about trying to do the show from Facebook and Twitch? Yeah. I could end up doing this show live on Facebook, Twitch, uh, Twitter, Instagram. I could do it all. Ooh, but to do what's that, what's up with that? <laughs> but to do that, I'd have to find the correct program, and I think that's a charge, like a monthly fee or something. Yeah, we'll we can discuss. That. We can discuss that afterwards. Yeah, we're boring people with that. Talk we're right boring now. people with that. Also, before I let everybody go, uh, one of the things that we've been talking about, and keep in mind that uh, we're in, we're looking to do a, a cornhole tournament, like a nice, uh, fun get together. You know, support our show. Uh, gets more names for ourselves, more followers, and and have a great time. So currently, with everything slowly opening back up, we're looking at different venues, locations. Uh, but if you have any ideas on names, uh, places, or anything that you might know that might help us, let us know. Message us on Facebook, 
uh, or our phones if you have it, or uh, give us a call. Uh, and then I guess that cover. Oh, also, we have our merchandise, so go on our website, boochapacho.com. You can find T-shirts, sweatshirts, whatever you like. And if you have any ideas, maybe I'll make you one. And I guess that concludes this week. So have a great weekend, and we'll see you all next week. See you in the green. Oh, yeah.